Lost Lost Radio. I'm a charger that charges through the night like an orange bolt of lightning passing everything in sight. I'm the best pal the Duke boy has ever had. I'm thunder on the highway looking bad, bad, bad. You have had yourself upon the Larcher and Lawson Sports Show. This here is episode 116. We record this show live to podcast every single Thursday night at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. This week's no different. If you can't listen to us live... Then you know it. You can listen to us on Stitcher Radio. That's an app for your iPhone or your Android telephone. You can listen to us on your iPhone via the podcast app. We are on iTunes. That's right. We're free there. Or give us a listen. On Player FM. We are new to them. My partner Al Archer and I do the show. It's the Larcher and Larcher Sports Show. He is Larcher Than Life on Twitter. I am Clark in Chicago on Twitter. This show originates from Chicago, Illinois. More specifically, the Lakeview neighborhood. Home of historic Wrigley Field. The right field scoreboard has gone up. The new digital scoreboard, it's going high-tech at Wrigley Field now. It's happening. Well, I got to tell you, that there was Johnny Cash, the great Johnny Cash, with his song, The General Lee. It's Johnny Cash's birthday. He was born on this day many years ago. A fantastic and fine fellow. I'm currently waiting to hear from uh, from my radio show partner, Al Archer III. Actually, it's the right reverend Alfred Ferdinand Larcher. He has a record uh, with weddings. He's currently 1-0. Bless you, Lauren. Uh, Lauren is there to take your calls. Hey, Lauren, how you doing? Doing fabulous. Wow, well, that's wonderful. It's great to hear from you. As always... Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Uh, my partner and I, we, we ran into a couple arguments this week uh, over the uh, Facebook, more specifically yesterday after the fallout from the Derrick Rose injury. Uh, we are not currently friends on Facebook, on the social media site, but I would like to get him back in here. Uh, we'll see what happens. I I haven't really had too much communication with him yet, but he, he, is, he said that he'd be calling in. He sent a text earlier today. I don't know what's going on. I'm going to give it a shot and see what's happening. I know we got somebody on the line talking to Lauren right now. Again, that number is 888-787-4827, 888-787-4827. Or you can give us a call at uh, 347-945-6131 if you like local New York numbers. Again, we are a Chicago-based podcast right here. So did you hear the news? Folks, join me in the chat room. Talk to me there. As I said, I, I don't think I got – I don't know what Al Archer's up to. He and I not getting along these days. Things aren't going so well. But we'll get to the bottom of it. He might be calling in. He might not. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a bit sick of the fellow, to be honest with you. I'd rather uh, I didn't have to work with him professionally and or otherwise. 
But I tell you, we'll see what's going on. Hang on a minute. There is there is word right now that uh, Al Archer is calling in on the unknown secret line. There is currently word from that man. I I think I'm hearing it from the from the uh, sidebar back here, coming from the from the other side of the curtain. Lauren is on the phone right now with what seems to be that sob that fella, the man, the myth, the legend. Let me bring him in here. The Right Reverend Alfred Ferdinand Larcher. Are you there, my friend? I am, yeah. I finally. I mean, I, I called the number you told me to call, and then uh, you don't pick up. Well, you know, like anything else, you take it last minute and shit like that, and this is going to happen. That, that's what we do. Now we're live. Yeah. Well, it, good. I, I'm, I uh, loud and clear. I'm happy to be alive. Actually, I have a, I have a friend with me tonight. Um, He'll chime in in a little bit. I'll bring him out. He's a secret celebrity. Oh Jesus! You, you gotta. Who 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 are you talking to? I, I can't say. Well, well, when the appropriate time comes, he has something to say. He he's been following the news this week. He hopes you've been following the news this week. Uh, I have because he's been in it. Week. A lot of people are really upset about the Oscars. People giving their political stances in there and whatnot. You know, I've, I've been following the news. I know what's I know what's going on. Three, yeah, uh, you, you, people, three people in New York, they're, uh, they're going ISIS. Uh, there's three gals missing from the U.K. They're going ISIS. I Everyone's guess. going ISIS, Al. When are you joining them? Well, I'm what? definitely not joining ISIS because that's just disgusting. And, you know, that's uh, a horrible human beings. I hope all those people who join ISIS get testicular cancer. And if they don't have testicular cancer, if they don't have testicles which they probably don't if they're joining ISIS. I hope they just get, you know, uh, raped in the eyeballs. Okay. That's good to hear. So you figured it out. We're here live. You found yourself a studio up north, it sounds like. Because, damn, you sound good, my friend. Well, I mean, I always sound good. And I I really um, credit that to English breakfast tea every morning. I have a nice hot glass of English breakfast tea. Have you cut out the coffee? Um, No, I still drink coffee. Not as frequent because I do uh, the tea in the morning now. All right, I'm trying to make the switch myself to co- uh, to tea. I find that I'm less of an asshole when I am on the tea and not the coffee. Oh God knows, then you need to get a big pot of tea going. Get a kettle. Well, I'll tell you what, Somebody go buy a. Ke- I'm getting you a kettle next time I see you. You're having a tea kettle. If you ever stop drinking co- drinking your tea, I'm going to be pissed because if it goes back to the old L Archer, I don't want to know him. I'm I'm done with it. Well, I, I don't know. Anyways, so this week, I mean, a lot, lot's going on, a lot happening in the injury news. My God, it seems like every time you turn your television on, uh, somebody's dropping dead for one of your Chicago teams. Yeah, I, I got to tell you, think, things just aren't going so well. Um, did you hear the news out of Cubs spring training? John Lester uh, out for six months with a uh, rotator cuff. Get out of here. No? No. But that's what that tease was, brother. Uh, Lester down there uh, and the team, they started workouts yesterday. Full team, full squad workouts a week from Thursday night. They're flying me down. I'm heading down there, and Friday I will be covering the spring training game of your Chicago Cubs right there at the new ballpark in Mesa, Arizona. Wow, look at you. Slow that park. is amazing. Yeah, I guess oh, I'm gonna bring. Boy. I'm gonna bring the wife with. Why not? Yeah, no. God forbid you bring your partner, a big, huge baseball fan like me, who spent my entire life as a, uh, if not a, a crazed uh, baseball fan, at, at least a psychotic one. I think you got part of that: the psychotic part, the crazed part. But where's this baseball fandom shit? I've always, Clark, we talk baseball every week. I mean, I've practically taught you everything you know about how bad these Cubs are, and you're starting to come around and understand that change is needed. Well, I'll tell you what, change is needed in the entire game of baseball, man. And I don't know if you've caught it lately, but the rules oh, yeah. are a change. Beat it up. They're putting Speed up shot up, blocks boys. in the outfield. Uh, the coaches can't come out of the dugout. Uh, they, can't, they can't challenge a call uh, after they send a guy out. Uh, and then Big Pappy is a little bit pissed about it. Seemed like he's having a bit of fun with it. But the hitters are really taking the brunt of this. 
is, is the deal. Uh, they're they're not letting him step step out of the batter's box, Al. Holy crap! They're not. What are they going to do? Out. They're going to speed this game up. Uh, if you look at the chart, the game has gotten longer. Uh, pretty much every year. It took a downswing here and there, but since the 70s, it's been getting longer. And that game, Al, sometimes games are taking three and a half hours to get nine innings of ball. It's like an NFL game out there. I, I don't understand why you would want to shorten such an exciting game. Oh, Jesus. I think I think it's a, it's a must-have, shortening that game, especially in this day and age. No, I, do think- I am for lengthening the game. I am yeah. a traditionalist. How dare they make these changes? You know, you got a beautiful sport like that. It's it's about serene. It's America's pastime. It's about just kicking back, enjoying lemonade, maybe a beer if you're into that sort of thing, and and uh, living life. But now you want to rush this game? That is ridiculous. No, a little bit of a speed up is needed. I'll tell you what. Greg Maddox was great at pitching a fast game. He was he he was one of the best ever. And if you worked anywhere in the neighborhood of Wrigley Field, which I did while he was pitching, you knew you had to get your ass to work a little bit early because, you know, you'd, you'd want to show up by the seventh inning to your job back when he was pitching with him. Well, when he pitched, the seventh inning always came a good 20 to 30 minutes earlier. The non-baseball-knowing folk, I'm not saying you would be one of them, they'd always show no. up for the job. Well, that, that just seemed to be, those are what's called amateurs. You never see me late. You never see me miss because I, even knowing with my great in-depth knowledge of baseball, I mean, uh, how could I be in-depth? Hey, uh, you're going to – I just – I don't want you doing any bitching, though, about the traffic being there earlier than you expected because I've oh, warned no. you the game's going to be faster come April 7th. Just watch it, all right? I knew they should have slowed it down. You see, this is what I was talking about. And I mean April 5th. That's Easter Sunday, Cubs opening night. Easter Sunday, my friend. Oh, what a way to ruin a perfectly good holiday. I like that. It's nice of them. Uh, I'm going to that game. I I might be missing Easter. Wow. That is, I you know, I don't know how that woman of yours puts up with you missing Easter for baseball. That is downright ridiculous. So, the Derek Rose news, let's... Uh, Let's get back. Well, Let, let's let's jump into this. Exciting night because, um, you know, I, I'm, I there's no work tonight because uh, Trader Todd's is mourning the loss of Derrick Rose. Tomorrow I am scrubbing up, and I, I think I'm going to do this surgery. Oh, you're going to head on down. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to – this doctor keeps screwing things up. I think I'm going to take things in my own hands and uh, get the job done. Head on down there. Take that meniscus out. I yeah, believe that's what yeah, it's called for. Like the the good news there, man, is that it's a what a a, a five week thing. He's going to be back in plenty of time for the playoffs. Good to go, ready oh, to yeah. roll. The playoff yeah, run is ooh. on. Nate Robinson is on hold. He's sitting there waiting. He's got his backup Bulls jersey. He's wearing it already, so he can jump on a plane and end up anywhere just in case the news wow, is bad. Yeah, you know, because Derrick Rose always he comes back when he's told to come back. You know, he's always a team player in that regard, and uh, no doubt he'll be out there. Oh, yeah, you can put your money on that. Man, you get, it, you, you get this kid out there, and the knees just aren't holding up. He didn't, he didn't have a history of injury in high school. He didn't have a history in his one year of college. Did what, about three, four years? Missing nary a game. Nary a game? Is that the word? Nary? Nary a game? Nary, nary, nearly. Lauren, anything? I don't know. But he hardly missed a game. Won the MVP, and ever since then, it's just been injury after injury, and that's just not good. No, no. It's bad. It's horrible. It's destroying. It is destroying your team. It is not allowing uh, the Chicago Bulls to compete for a championship. See, and, and, and that's kind of where I disagree, because I there's a lot of other role players on the team. Last year, Jimmy Butler stepped up to the plate and became – uh, basically the franchise player while he was out. And this here oh. is an opportunity for that to happen. They had a bit of a setback against Charlotte. They were they were dud out there last night. Oh. Tomorrow night, we're welcoming back one of the favorite sons of Farragut High School Academy, Kevin Garnett, and his Minnesota Timberwolves. And we'll see what happens tomorrow night. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I must have missed the championship parade last year. What's that? When? That you, I mean, you said that it, that's not true, that Derek Rose isn't holding us back uh, from a championship because guys like this are stepping up. Well, I must have missed the parade last year. I, I, so must, I don't know. It must have slipped off my uh, radar, and I totally missed it. I'm, I apologize. I didn't realize the Chicago Bulls were world champions. Are you telling me that you need to win a championship to give a, to give a darn about a team? Is that what you're doing? There's nothing else to watch. There's nothing else to witness to see what's going on. To see this team fight out and win a playoff game, it's not going to be fun to watch. It's not going to be neat to see Snell kind of uh, excel, uh, have his coming out party as he as it looks like he could have. Nico Miritich, come on, man. They're going to be a lot of fun to watch tomorrow night. Seven sure, for how long? What's that? I mean, okay, fun to watch. Good. I, I enjoy watching things. That's great. But it's not going to lead anywhere. I mean, what uh, you know? It, it's just I don't know. This not not a not a good year for the Bulls. When was it ever a good year for the Bulls? They were just figuring it out. That's what's so tragic about it. They were still learning, figuring it out. You have the whole Thibodeau with the management thing, which man, this year could be a death sentence for Thibodeau. This injury right here. Uh, I think I think it's done, Al. Yeah. That's it. All over with the shouting. And did you hear the latest rumors about a new head coach? They're thinking about dipping back into the well of Iowa State. They're going to go grab Uh former Bull Fred Hoiberg, who is currently the head coach at Iowa State, having a decent year. And the word is they're interested. Interesting. The other word is that they're interested in Nate Robinson. Like I mentioned earlier, I think they're holding out on him see exactly what happens with the surgery tomorrow with Derrick Rose. But in all honesty, you know, I said earlier that he'd be coming back, but I don't expect that. I mean, you obviously said it as well. Uh, yeah. Nate Robinson, I think the, the issue at hand is that a lot of Bulls fans seem to have this uh, idea that he's going to be the same Nate Robinson that they saw step up to the plate two years ago. Well, he's two years removed, and he's not even in the league. He was traded back to the Boston Celtics, who cut him before he even played a game. And you have these Bulls fans who are pissed off at Derrick Rose for getting injured, uh, something that you can't help, that that is no fault of your own. And they, I don't know that people are. Mark, I don't know that, and he's going to come in here and win him a damn championship. Are you shitting me? Well, I don't think people are pissed off at Derrick Rose for being injured. Yeah, they are. Derrick Rose is an asshole. Derrick Rose, he he doesn't deserve to be. to live in Chicago. Get him out Listen, of the Trump. Get him out of the Trump. I, all right, so you've been reading the ABC7 news feed on Facebook. I think the normal yeah, person... Yeah, off of your page. Oh, bullshit. You know, this is... Nobody... People feel bad he's hurt, but at the same time, as Bulls fans, you got to accept the fact that he is holding the team back. That there is an issue with him, that he is injury-prone, no fault to his own. I feel bad for the guy, but at the same time, I don't know him. What I do know is I would like to see the basketball team in my city win a championship, and I think he is holding us back from that. So I don't, I, I don't, I don't see that at all. Because really, why? So why every year you don't see. Best, so so he's not going to be what he once was. But when he is good and and it's coming out, you got to get what you can out of him. You already paid him the contract that the man got deservingly got that contract because he had played well. He was the MVP of the damn league. Took him right, to the Eastern Conference then, Finals. Are you telling me that they should not have the contract? You've got to understand, he's taking up one-third of your roster. That means one-third of everything, 33.3%, okay, is going towards this guy. That, that's players. That, that, that's expenses that you can't do anything about. And I understand he's there, and you've got to honor the contract. But as a fan, you could be frustrated that this guy isn't delivering upon what he's being paid. No fault to his own. But he's I not delivering. Frustrated and it's okay him, to be not frustrated against him. About it's that. the city against him. I'm frustrated. Yeah, no one, him. no one's against him. There's no pitchforks. Bullshit. And, uh, okay. I well, I don't know what you're watching. I don't see any of that. <sighs> I'm fired up. Hey, basically, what you're telling me is maybe if we ask Derrick Rose to do the Jay Cutler thing, which is when they went out to sign the great Jared Allen, they asked him to restructure that that contract. Why can't they just go ask him to do that? Wait, what's that? Huh? 
why can't they just ask Derrick Rose to restructure the contract? Is it is that the difference in the NBA? You know me, I don't know what's going on with the collective bargaining agreement. Why can't he restructure it so they aren't using a third of their salary cap? Well, then you're stuck with him longer. I mean, I do want that. Which, wait, are you kidding me? Derrick Rose is your 12th man? Derrick Rose is your 12th man or Brian Scalabrini? And you know me, I'm the biggest Brian Scalabrini fan. Wouldn't you rather have Derrick Rose as your 12th man? I'd rather I'd rather have that money back and then go ahead and see what's out there to start building a, a, around a new guy. Were people this dicky to Gale Sayers? Probably, yeah. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, the hell with him. Get him out of here. You know what? He busted out his knee. He he did great things for the team for four years, but by year seven, he couldn't even do anything. So let's just get rid of him. All right. Well, you know, Clark, I actually, somebody is here. He wants to step up to the microphone right now and say hello. Um, you know this guy. He is running for mayor of. He's running for mayor of Chicago. He uh, he just came in, uh, I believe, second place. Will it is. No, it's it's Jesus Chewy Garcia. Chewy, go ahead. Hello, uh, Clark. Well, uh, may I call you Chewy, sir? Oh, you can call me Chewy, man. That's good. I like that name. That's my nickname. Well, uh, Chewy, that's it, it's interesting to have you here. Uh, I, I had no idea you were joining us, Al. Maybe next time you could give me a little bit of a warning, perhaps. Well, but. Uh, it, it was last minute, you know. He he was walking by, he was canvassing. I said, "Chewy, would you mind coming on this show?" And uh, he brought up a very good point that he's going to share with us uh, about the whole uh, Derrick Rose situation. Oh well, yeah, well, I got a point there. Yeah. Huh? Well, hey, go Clark. Ahead. What, Chewy, I'm Clark. Yeah, yeah, Chewy. What, 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 right, what's Clark. your point? Hey, I just want to bring a number one. I want to say to all the people who could be voting, make sure you you vote for Chewy, man. Chewy is better than the Jewy, if you know what I mean. Hey, Clark. Yeah. Hey, yes. Did you Chewy. did you hear did you hear about Derrick Rose? No, I I didn't hear anything about him. What's going on? He got hurt again, Holmes. And how did he get hurt? Well, I want you to think about that for a minute. Since you've elected Rahm Emanuel mayor of Chicago, Derrick Rose has not played in the playoffs. This is this is quite true. This yeah, is man, quite you got to think about these things. You know what? You are right. I yeah. I've changed my mind. I'm I'm not going to vote for Rahm in the runoff. Hey, Chewy's always right, man. We're going to take this city back. You bring up a good point. I am going to write in Reggie Rose on the runoff, and he's got my vote. Thank you. Oh That's no, Reggie helpful. Rose is a racist, man. That guy don't like the Gringos. Yes. Yes, he is. That is correct. Hey, I got to ask you something, though. How do you feel about your chances in this runoff election? All of Chicago's listening, the entire city, and they want to know, how, how do you feel about this runoff? I feel pretty good, man. I feel, you know, I feel rejuvenized. I mean, the city loves Chewy. Chewy, hey, hey, Clark, a year ago, did you even know who Chewy was, man? Uh, no, I, I did not. I, I knew I, I played for the Packers. Utterly, man. Now you know Chewy is going to win. I'm going to be the mayor, man. And there ain't going to be no red light cameras. I'm going to get rid of all the red lights, man. Oh, Look at me. No, it's just going to be green card lights. Oh, Jesus. Life is going to be perfect. All, all uh, just a little joke. Hey, but no, seriously. Since uh, since Rami Manuel, let's look, at, let's look at the resume, Holmes. Since Rami Manuel has been mayor, your Chicago, your Chicago Bears, man, they fall apart, yo. You got you got to get rid of the uh, head coach. He was crazy, man. And then you go ahead and the Blackhawks, man. The Blackhawks, they got nothing's getting nothing done, man. And then you look at the Cubs, yeah, oh yeah. Ever since you haven't had a Hispanic mayor, let me tell you something, Clark. When the Hispanics get involved in baseball, you win championships. You know that's true. And then you look at the uh, Sox. I mean, what are they? What's going on there? Ever since Ozzie Guillen's been gone, they ain't got nothing. Oh my goodness. Uh you know oh, Dewey, Al, man. Al, are you gonna ask a question? You know what, you might not. I, I might as well. What do you think about Joe Madden? You know, he he uh he speaks Spanish fluently and he really connects with some of these Hispanic ball players. Are you happy to see him up here on the north side? Oh yeah, man. Joe Madden, I uh, he's very good and uh, I think he's gonna vote for Chewy. Because he yeah. wants to win, man. 
What I don't smoke Chewy. Hey, Chewy, you got to watch out for that, man, because uh, here in Chicago, we, we double-check to make sure that people have the credentials in order to vote. So you you got to make sure of that. You've been here. You, you understand. Joe Madden, I don't think he's established residency yet. I don't think he is a uh, registered voter. Oh, uh, then Chewy don't care about him, man. Seriously, Chewy, where did Al go? Did Al have to go to the can or something, or what's going no, on? I'm right here. I'm just I'm enjoying the conversation. Well, you guys Christ, seem to have a good chemistry. Yeah, um, Chewy. Um, uh, Certainly. How do you? How do you feel about Matt Forte putting his house up for sale this week that's right by uh, where his work is? Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, man. Uh, Matt Forte is going to be selling his house right by Bears facilities. So, you know, I think maybe you need to get a new uh, new guy in there running the balls. Uh, maybe the drafted kid who's injured and uh, let him sit for a year and get better, you know? That's a Chewy game plan. All right, Chewy. Well, thank you for the time, man. You've been uh, you have been great. Wait, where's he and going? One, well, he's got Go he's got a campaign, man. There's he's only got six weeks until the runoff. Uh, Chewy, one last question: uh, Are you are you a fan of uh, Al Archer and an alcoholic, or uh, Clark Lawrence and then uh, the the Clark bars? Oh man, that's an easy one. I'm an alcoholic all the way. Orderly Holmes, I'm out of here. Vote, Chewy. Uh, Chewy, I just want to say, I I know I was talking a lot of crap about you there, but good luck, Al. I hope he heard me on that one on his way out the door. Uh, Chewy, good luck in your runoff. Uh, I hope it goes well. And maybe, just maybe, more than 33% of the registered voters of the city of Chicago will show up for the runoff election. That would be nice. Show a little support, you know? Well, holy hell, Al. You just grabbed our our first A-lister over there. Yeah, that was a big one. I'm I'm happy with that. It's good to uh, you know get a guy in here. Were you sharing a microphone with him? No, I got two microphones. This is the studio. Jeez, because I mean, the... it was just like flawless, and like it, it just seemed like it, it seemed like the same microphone. It seemed like a you know the same like it damn near sounds. You guys sound alike. It's really really interesting. Really, I I don't hear that. I didn't. I missed. I, I, don't it. I missed the entire all thing. All. Okay, all right. It it sounded. It, as though you guys knew each other. Like, you go way back with Chewy? No, I just, like I said, I met him. I was running down the street uh, going to get something to eat, and there was Chewy. I said, hey, Chewy, what's going on, man? And he uh, he was all about it, man. He was all about, you know, coming on the show. He loves He's He says he's uh, subscribing on iTunes. He's going to hit the subscribe button and wow. uh, forever be a fan. Well, they just have so to he search might... for Larcher and Lawrenson for now. Soon it might be Larcher and Chewy. Or probably Chewy oh, and Larcher at that point, right? It could be, yeah. I mean, I mean sure. C comes before Al. The only reason why it's Larcher and Lawrenson is because A comes before O in Larcher and Lawrenson, right? Right. Exactly. You nailed uh, it. Boy, but, yeah, I mean, it's it's terrible about this um, this guy, this uh, Derek Rose. Well, the Rose situation, but about about an hour before, uh, Kaner, Patrick Kane took that check oh. into the boards, man. Al, I've got to tell you, the left clavicle, I did the same thing two weeks before football practice. I was skitching on roller blades being pulled behind a car that got up to about 55 miles an hour out on Kirkland Blacktop. Front wheel of the roller blades, I'm sorry, inline skates went out. Boom, I was down, scrapes all over, left clavicle gone. Thought I'd be back in about six weeks, maybe eight weeks. Nope, season done. Missed the entire sophomore year, stunned my growth, but somehow I managed senior year to still get all-conference linemen. What do you mean it stunted your growth? You would be taller right now if it wasn't for the injury? Have you ever noticed that my right shoulder's a little taller than my left? No, I've never noticed that. Pay attention next time you see me, it's pretty great. All right, I'll I'll see that. <laughs> I didn't realize that was a side effect, the gro- the whole growth thing. That's uh, interesting. It's crazy to think that uh, for, uh, the, the Fred Hoiberg with the with the Bulls is just a weird thought. He apparently he's doing great things down there, but uh, that's apparently the thought. And I, I've got to talk about Thibodeau because he is one of the greatest coaches in the league, and he he just might be done, man. Yeah, sure looks like it. What are you hearing out of out of uh, out of Bears camp these days besides uh, Matt Forte? Well, yeah, besides him selling his house, I heard you ask Chewy about it. 
Um, I, I haven't heard much. I mean, it's been uh, it's quiet. We extended the contract of uh, a cornerback, um, <laughs> who's so good I don't know his name. So you know, whatever that means. Um, uh, I think it's uh, R. W. McCorders. It is. It is. They're bringing back uh, all our dubs. Um, yeah, I saw that. So the, I know this week is the scouting combine. They're checking things out. Yeah. So we'll yeah. see. I mean, there's uh, there's a lot that could happen. There's a lot of potential that's going to be happening in the next couple of weeks. Right now, it's kind of a, I don't want to say quiet time, but it's just a in-between time. Well, we wait. We wait and see. I haven't gotten any word. I know there's a lot of people interested in this. I haven't heard anything on draft tickets. Um, I've gone to the website, and I've signed up to be on the list to notify. And I think that's all you could do right now as far as the draft goes. Um, so, but you, you draft you again this year in Chicago. Where did you find this list? Uh, I, I must have missed that text message. Hang on. I'm going to go through them from you and see what happens. Hey, just looking for one that mentions, hey, we got to join a list if you want draft tickets. Nothing. Nope. Oh, I didn't think you wanted to go to the draft. I thought you were busy going in your uh, your training sessions in spring and whatnot. Wait, w- w- what do you mean? I, I've you want to go to the draft? I didn't know you wanted to go to the draft. Yeah, I'd like to go to the draft, even though they're going to be shutting down that park for a few more weeks. Jesus, they're shutting down Congress Parkway for two weeks. Why the hell does the NFL need to shut it down for two weeks, Al? That's crazy. I don't know. Sometimes they're just a little wacky, you know? You're giving these a-holes carte blanche. Meanwhile, they have reinstated one Adrian Peterson. The judge that they have. Favor, and he's back. It's official. But we don't know if it's going to be with Minnesota or not. Did you hear about his agent getting in a big screaming match? Yeah, there's a lot of issues going on right now in the Minnesota. They're more disorganized than the Chicago Bears, which is uh, tough to do, so... Yeah, we're definitely everybody's kind of keeping an eye out to see what happens there because uh, that could end ugly. That really could. Yeah. No, it 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 really could. Really could. We speaking of, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. Go ahead. Well, I was just saying we got together here a couple nights ago on a, on another Sunday evening. A lot of events going on tonight. That those are the Academy Awards hosted by Neil Patrick Harris. Who had a briefcase thing that just was a dud? Yeah, that briefcase that was thing. Horror. Was but it was embarrassingly bad. Briefcase, which is also a dud because it hasn't been used and it's pretty much been wiped out for the entire year. The money in the bank in Fastlane. Right. Roman Re- or uh, Seth Rollins. That thing is pretty much non-existent. It is. I don't know what they're going to do with that. Uh, big news, though, this week in wrestling, of course, Brock Lesnar. There's some contract issues going on. There were some vicious rumors about a, a failed drug test with uh, yeah. with Roman Reigns, which turned out to be uh, false, um, at least as far as we know right now. It sounds like it is a, definitely a contract issue that's going on here. Um, yeah. It looks like... What's his name? Brock Lesnar wants to be able to fight in UFC and be able to be in the WWE at the same time. Oh, are you serious? I, I haven't seen that at all. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Uh, that's what the rumor is the fight was about. He wants to be able to do both. Why? And it sounds like, you know, right now. Well, I mean, uh, he's not, he, wanna, he doesn't really. Does he want to carry the strap over to the octagon with him? Um, I don't know if they would allow that, but that he certainly wants to be in the octagon as representing maybe wearing some WWE shorts or something. Jesus. I I haven't heard that at all. Do you think there's any way possible that they can make that happen? I mean, it's tough. I don't know if I'd want him as my world champion because what if he loses? Um, you know, you're you're allowing a performer to step into a world you have absolutely no control of, which is scary as a promoter, which wrestling's all about, is promotion. Um, but I, I, if they want to keep him, if they want to keep him bad enough, and that's what it's going to take, I would do it. I would do it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. I see why not. I think they want to keep him. I mean, you could really they could hype that up even more. He's staying heel if that's the case. There's no doubt about it. 
or he or he becomes a, sort of an ambassador to the WWE as a good guy. You know, the guy everybody likes. Yeah. You know, I meant to ask uh, Chewy about this because I've heard that he's a huge wrestling fan. And uh, Rey Mysterio Jr. is no longer under contract with the WWE. No, no, he's not. Finally, uh, finally parted ways. I think that's been wanting to happen for a while. Um, I think Rey Mysterio, more than anybody, want, want it, really kind of wanted out. And uh, that's finally happened, so... You know, good, uh, good for him. I mean, that's you know that sometimes you need a break. Sometimes you need to step away from it and uh, recharge. And then uh, you know maybe he maybe he doesn't come back as a performer. Maybe he comes back in some other role, or maybe he just goes back to Mexico and you know does what he loves down there. Yeah, he could. I don't know. We'll see if that works out. And. Uh... The biggest news out to date was a, a a photo leaked of Chris Jericho, uh, Sharknado three. There's a picture of him with Tara Reid. He's oh going to be in your favorite in your favorite shark slash tornado movie. I mean it it it's the best shark tornado series of all time. Sharknado. I'm you yet guys to see any of them. <laughs> I've heard I really need to see it. I've heard it's pretty good. I just haven't. Uh... Haven't really had a chance. Well, it, it's sharks and it's tornadoes. Yeah, and what I do you like think for those things. What do you think? Of I, I like sharks. I mix them up. I find tornadoes you fascinating. Tornado and you have flying sharks in tornadoes. How how much better could it be? That sounds. That's so. I'm sold. I'm in. Sign I me up. Yeah. So, stemming off of the Oscars, we did the Oscar wrestling thing that night. Stemming off of that, that night, Patricia Arquette mentioned in her speech about how women in America make 78 cents to the dollar of men. And it's time that women are recognized in acting and in all professions. Stephanie McMahon, a couple days later or the next night or that night, I can't recall, she tweeted out that she supports it as well. Well, then that pissed off one Miss A.J. Lee. Did you catch that news? Yeah, I heard uh, she tweeted back like, oh, really, or something, or yeah. Started a little bit of a feud with the boss think, lady. Well, it's funny. I, I, I was watching Raw and Fast Forward the other night, and she had mentioned how the Divas match on Raw was 30 seconds long. Yeah. And Fast Forwarding through we, it, it was even faster. I was so happy to get through it so quick, to be honest. But I mean, So you're part of the problem. Well, well how am I part of the problem? I think you, AJ you want those things to end. There. Like, listen to me. I'm all for women's rights. I was happy about Patricia Arquette's thing. But AJ Lee, ladies, step up the game. I got to tell you, I enjoyed watching it back during the Attitude, attitude Era. You know? Like, yeah. Lita could move out there. You, you had some people who could, who could do some things. I don't think they're stepping up to the plate. Well, do you want them to be hot or do you want them to be talented? They were... They were <laughs> Or you want little, them to be both, I guess. When yeah, I was I when I was twenty three, when I was twenty three, twenty two, I was very happy watching the divas at that time, and they could wrestle. You know what I'm talking they about, could wrestle. Yeah. Trish. Are you kidding me? Those Trish guys was excellent. Put out a match. What's that? Trish was excellent, no doubt. They're they're not what they used to be these days, um, and some of that we can we can maybe you know, we should have you know, this conversation with Vince Al. I don't know if that's true, though. Is Vince hiring for the talent, or is he hiring so that the the wrestlers no longer have a a wife who's at home and the gals are on the road? Because that's one of the conspiracies out there. Am I correct? Well, that's your conspiracy. I've heard you state this before, that there, it's a traveling brothel of sorts. How the hell is that my conspiracy? I've heard that. you. I've only heard this from you. <laughs> You're the only person I've ever heard ago. say this. A year ago, when we picked up the now year-old WWE Network and we started talking about this wrestling stuff, you're the one who presented this to me, my friend. What? Are you kidding me? You I 100% have never heard that before. You were, you were all over that. Get out of here. Looks like this but, uh, Undertaker, Undertaker match is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It sure, it sure, I mean, they, they've set it up, so I can't see them setting something up without talking to the guy and him saying, yeah, let's do this. So, you know, good. I'm, I'm happy. 
I think that's a good thing. Is he going to stay um, out of the news? Like, is he staying off of off of uh, WWE uh, television? That's the rumor right now that they're going to keep him completely off of the TV until um, until WrestleMania, which I think is a smart idea because there's just there's so much speculation as to what's up with the Undertaker, you know, how he looks and all this BS that it's good to keep that going, keep selling that. So I, that's exactly what I would do. You mentioned that the other day to me, and I. I think I think you're onto something with that. To be honest, yeah, just keep them away and keep the questions. Yeah. And and that build up alone is going to be fantastic. I'm sure they'll do. A, you know, at, at the next RAW, there's going to be a. You'll hear the ding, a couple times. Yeah, you, you'll maybe hear do a, some sort of video, uh, some sort of video thing, where you can't see his face or you you can't see the gray hair and him sitting in yeah. an airport looking like he's 90 years old, things like that. Right. I exactly. I agree. Uh, what I do hope is that he's been training a lot and he comes back and they, they put on one badass final match. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be... I, I don't think it's his final match if he comes back. What do you think they're going to do? I, I think I think it just makes way too much sense that next year he's going to be in his hometown um, and they're trying to do a massive uh, sell. That yeah, they're, they're trying to break the record of, the, of WrestleMania three. Yeah, they're trying to break the I mean the world indoor attendance record, which they they could possibly do. And if they're gonna do that, they're gonna need a guy like The Undertaker again in his hometown, putting on a show that people wanna see. And uh I'm okay with that. I I like that. Yeah. Uh let me see if I can get it on the calendar and I, I'd like to go down to Dallas. I, I wanna see that gigantic scoreboard. That's it. I, Just see your scoreboard yeah, in We'll see. I think that'd be a fun. I think that'd be a fun show to go to. That's the one I'm. I'm planning on it. I mean, I've said this at basically every WrestleMania next year. I'm going to go, but uh, this one I might do. I'm really considering it. So, we'll see. You uh, you hear anything about Packers fans? Oh, they're diseased. They're, they all have STDs. Well, that's one thing about them. But the other thing is these low life scum. They are. Making death threats, my friend. One little onside miscue, and death threats are piling in to former Green Bay Packers tight end Brandon Bostic. Huh. You know he, he he didn't he didn't catch that onside kick against Seattle. Well, you know what he should have. I got an article here from ESPN uh, reporter Rob Demofsky. And uh, Bostic, he, he he wrote in first-person account for the Monday Morning Quarterback site. He said, I knew it was a key mistake that cost us a trip to the Super Bowl. But with all due respect, I think the media kind of took it and ran with it. I became the singular scapegoat. Social media didn't help either. Yeah. Well, I mean, what does he want? He made the mistake, you know? So you're balancing. You're validating these STD'd Packers fans. I'm not validating them. I'm just saying, hey, listen, they got a reason to bitch. It's not what I heard. I'm not defending. I'm not defending any Packer. Okay, I don't care if it's a fan or whatnot. I am not. I am not uh, doing anywhere near that. Okay. Say say what you want. Say what you will. I'll uh, I'll go with it. Sure. Very important sports news. Have you heard about okay. this, dwarf, this dwarf planet in our solar system? Uh, Pluto. That is. That's very good. That is a dwarf planet in our solar system. Uh, there is another dwarf planet in our solar system. Uh, and I'm, I'm about 80% sure I'm pronouncing it right. Ceres? It's a dwarf planet. It's about uh, – it's out there near Jupiter – it's between the paths of Mars and Jupiter. Uh, okay. We got we got we got a telescope heading out there, or we, we we got a we got a camera. It's going there. It's going to be there March fourth or whatever. A couple days ago, it took a picture. There are bright lights on the surface of Sarah, pointing out at the camera. And your your NASA scientists, your geniuses who are up there along your uh, and my uh, intelligence, they yeah. don't know what it is. Nice. I love that. I hope we didn't wake something up, you know? 
Sarah's bright spot can now be seen to have a companion of lesser bright, brightness, but apparently in the same basin, says Chris I mean, Russell, principal investigator you, of the Dawn mission that's based at the University of California, Los Angeles. This may be pointing to a volcano-like origin of the spots, but we will have to wait for better resolution before we can make such geologic interpretations. Al, this is next week. It's getting there March 14th. Oh, boy. You know, when you think about ants, okay, ants exist outside. I don't go out of my way to step on ants or kill ants or go to war with ants. But as soon as you see an ant going into your house, by God, you get the poison out and you, you give them the poison that goes back with them to the, uh, their house and kills them all. Yeah. This, this planet looks to be about a fifth of the size of the United States of America. It's about 590 miles across. You want to just go in there and kill this light? Just what? Shoot it with your with your laser beams? No, no, you're misunderstanding me, Clark. I'm saying we're the ants in that scenario. We're going over to their house. We're saying, "Hey, look at us. We're over here." And all of a sudden, they go, "Oh, oh, really?" And then they come back with their super, um, you know, chemicals or whatever the hell they got, and then they just uh, exterminate us. Well, we better not tell these a holes where we're coming from. Like, hey. You know, send our signals and tell them that we're coming from the other way. We are we are not from the Milky Way. We are from way out of here. We do not point to Earth, my friend. Yeah, I wouldn't. I would not give any signals that we're uh, that we're Earthlings. Sneak in. It's much much like the U-boats of World War II that Germany sent over, and they they were taking down uh, all different types. Of, you know, they were taking down the UK boats, the shipping boats, a bunch of our boats. But finally, we got one of those sons of guns, and that thing is now resting. You know where that you know what you know where that one's resting that we captured? U five oh seven. The where? Museum of Science and Industry, my friend. Oh that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the one uh no. the one in the basement there. Sure. Any kid who's grown up in Chicago knows that submarine. They've been on it. Baseball player Josh Hamilton. You know, he had a great story. He came back. He uh he had kicked his addictions and everything. Yep. Relapse just tested pos- positive for uh, cocaine and alcohol. Mm. Oh, that's a shame. But hey, you know what? You wanna you wanna have some fun. Sometimes you uh, you got to pay the consequences. Yeah, you know, I'm, Al, I'm with you on that. Let's uh let's head over to social media. How about that? Sure. What's going on in the old uh, social media feed? Well, I just got a notification on my own page here. Um, it's a uh, it's a tweet from the our Larcher and Lawrence site that I set up automatically, and it says Larcher than Life is vacationing up north. He joins the show remote tonight. Oh. Okay. Yeah, was, well, it was a tweet. It was a tweet I sent out. That's all we've gotten all night long. Well, you know, it's cold out. Nobody likes tweeting when it's cold out. It's yeah, a common uh, common issue. My guess is that's the only reason that people aren't listening. Oh, they're listening. I mean, believe me. Uh, you know, you got Chewy on your show. People are listening. Uh, things are happening. Jesus, I am going to promote the crap out of that for the podcast. Just uh, Chewy showed up. It was fantastic. I mean, who knows? Who knows who's next? I mean, there's plenty of uh, surprises in store. What's on your mind, my friend? You know, we're down to about the final eight minutes of this year' fantastic show, and you sound beautiful. I got to tell you that, even though you're a bit of a prick, you've been a bit of a prick to me on Facebook. It's fine. I'm not upset. About oh, you're it. such a fucking baby I'm on not, the Facebook. I'm not upset. You, I, I'm fine. You I'm not upset. You about defend it. anything that I'm, isn't your opinion is attacked. Huh? No, 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 no. You just had to get all prickish, calling calling a poor kid who's been injured a dope. He's a dope. Nobody else is. And uh, it, it's fine. We, we can put that aside. But what, what's new he's in your world? He's a dope. He isn't. Everybody admits he's a dope. There's nobody who says, nope. wow, that guy is intelligent. Nobody. There's not even his biggest you know, fan. Brother, his brother says he's a dope. Maybe you should be a, a little bit nicer about it, Al. Just, just, just try to be a good human being. Everybody's being a dick to Derrick Rose. And nobody, just, you're, that's your perception. It's an accurate perception. 
uh, that people are being a You're dick. right. It is accurate. Inaccurate. You didn't you didn't put the in in front of the accurate there that time. All right, if you say so. I'm pretty sure I did, but I'm not going to argue over uh, this this dopey kid. What's new with you? I've been playing The Sims a lot. You know, getting my life fine. in track. How, Always exciting. How, how's The Sims going? It's good. Things are good. I got got uh, a lot of good. I'm just. I moved into a new house. Um, really? You might call it a mansion. It, it's, oh, it's up there. That's not bad. It's yeah, got I had a, a good. Uh, it's got an extra room compared to the uh, to the attic, then, huh? It does. It has uh, a lot more room. Cool. Especially where I started in my uh, my my first house in this game was a little small, so. I I I played The Sims once, for a while. Yeah, I had a good. Yeah, it's fun. What, what, what's the occupation? I am a writer. You're a writer. Yes, my wife is a painter. Now, how sophisticated has this game gotten? Because I I know a lot of games have. Like, is there a certain style of writing that you do? You can. I I'm pretty general. I've I've written a little bit of everything. Okay, that's kind of your thing. You like to general manage on your on your football games and whatnot, so this makes sense. Um, I've mastered the writing, though. I am uh, top of the top of the game. I'm I'm about to die, though. I am old. I'm an old man now. How old are you? Probably in my seventies. Simulated L. Archer versus your simulated Peanut Tillman, who won Super Bowls. Uh huh. Who? who Who's the better football mind? Well, Peanut Peanut Tillman, simulated Peanut Tillman, no doubt. I mean, Who the guy was better, a head coach. Who makes a be- better peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Oh, my guy's also a gourmet chef. He's a writer yeah. and a gourmet chef. Yeah, he, in his older age, he you know he didn't have to work as much, and he always cooked the meals because his wife he, she liked painting and fishing and stuff. Um, but she wasn't a great cook, and he just loved doing it. So now he, he became, uh, through time, became a gourmet chef. Here's my issue with gourmet chefs and peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Sometimes those sons of bitches try to church it up too much. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Yeah. The bread gets a little too fancy. They start cutting off just one corner of the crust. What the shit is that? Keep it simple. I need white bread. I need some grape jelly. I need some peanut butter. I prefer chunky. I don't hate you if you prefer creamy. Whatever. Throw that thing on some Wonder Bread. Boom. That's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, my friend. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Speaking of which, are, are you a peanut butter and jelly fan? Huh. You know, I'm back dieting, so I... I but no, I, I'm not. I'm not at all. But I like it. You know what I mean? Like, if you had peanut butter and jelly, I'd be like, oh, good. You know, I'm I'm okay with that. I, I enjoy peanut butter and jelly, but... It's never been something I have uh, gone out to seek out. No, I, I understand. Uh, you know, there's not too much time left here on the show tonight. I have enjoyed every moment of it with you, with Chewy. We've got about three and a half minutes left. Uh, I've got to. I've got to mention. I mentioned at the top of the show as we were uh, bringing you on here. Which, by the way, I'm so happy with the way it sounds. So I'm glad that that worked out. Good. Uh, Good. I know yeah, that's important but, uh, to you. But it's one, Mr. Uh, Jonathan R. Cash's birthday. It is. Was I close to right? Um, is it just his John? name is? No, his name is J. R. Cash. Is that his official name? Yeah, he was. Um, he was First born of- like. His parents, I think, meant to name him John, but there was like. There was a confusion. I forget the backstory, but there was some kind of confusion at the hospital, and it went down on his birth certificate as uh, J.R. Cash. Well, and they thought, uh, they thought they just needed to put his initials there with the last name. Uh, yeah, I, I thought maybe they thought they could change it. They weren't sure if that was the name, or I, I forget, again, I don't remember what the backstory is. There is a backstory though, and uh, he ended up just being J.R. Cash, which he always went by Johnny. But when he was in the army, of course, he had to use his legal name, which was J.R. Oh, yeah. All right. I've been listening to quite a bit of him today, uh, just in honor of uh, a lot of the covers. Man, you know, he passed in, what, 2003? Yeah. And he made that 
uh, he he did all those covers. What the last like three years of his life, and he he just took some songs, classic songs that were great in their own right, and he rewrote them, or well, he he performed them and made them his own. Sure, Rick Rubin. Uh, Rick Rubin had a lot to do with that, and uh, he was. Uh... Yeah, I mean, I even like, like he did uh, Depeche Mode's uh, Personal Jesus, uh, 13, uh, Rusty Cage, uh, yeah. you know, Hurts. Yeah, it, let's just go ahead and quit naming of them because you haven't gotten to the one yet that I'm using to play out the show tonight. <laughs> All right. I hope it's I not know, Sweet I, Caroline. You know, I kind of like it. Did he do Sweet Caroline? I'm pretty sure he did, yeah. Yeah. Not 100% on that one, but... Uh, you got any idea how old he would have been? He would have been 83. No kidding. Jeez. Oh, I was guessing. I thought you had an answer. No, no, no. I that was. Hang on here. Oh, hang, no, oh I don't know. I, that was completely a guess. What year was Johnny Cash born? Did you accidentally summon me? Shit. No, I meant to summon you. Way to screw this up, Clark. Jerry, what year was Johnny Cash born? Johnny Cash was born February 26, 1932. Boom. Who, who needs who needs anything else when you got serious? Why didn't you ask how old is Johnny Cash? Huh? Why didn't you ask how old Johnny Cash is? Now we got to do the math. You, you can't do simple math. Not not in this state. I mean, I'm I'm Go sitting ahead. here doing uh Hey Lauren. Doing this brilliant show. Lauren, what is 2003 minus 1932? Okay. Oh, shoot. Lauren doesn't like public math. I just remembered. We're in trouble, Al. Is yeah, anyone you're in trouble, math? buddy. What are we doing? Al, you have paper? I can do it on paper. Oh, for God's sakes. Let me just get the calculator. When was it? 1936? Yes. Go with that. No, it's 1932. Wait. Oh, I'm good at this. What's 2015 minus 1932? Wait a minute. Just a second. 71? 83. I was right. Boom. Look at that. Oh, shit. 83. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, he was 71 when he passed away. I remember that day. I just got in. Um, I just got into the radio station. It was about five in the morning. And I started doing some show research. Yeah, I started doing some show research. And uh, the first thing I find out is uh, John Ritter is dead. And I start getting everything together, you know, three's company theme. I start Was getting that all that day? information. Yes. That way, oh. if you, I listen to the damn story, Clark, that's what I'm saying here. All right. So I finish up that, and then all of a sudden I look, and it's like Johnny Cash dead. I'm like, oh, no way. And, uh, yeah, he was goner. Wow. Oh, there she is. Yeah, uh, September 12th. Um, you, you know his birthplace? Uh, Dryers, Arkansas. Kingsland, Arkansas. Okay. All right. And then uh, we had our bachelor party in his uh, city of death. Very nice. Nashville. There you go. Hey, brother. Hope you had a good time All during right. the show. It was a pleasure. I'm I'm very happy that we were able to quickly get to the bottom of it. Oh, yeah. Johnny Cash's age. Definitely. That was uh that was important. Al, you got a Twitter handle? Uh Larcher Than Life. L A R C H E R T H A N L I F E. There you go. And I am Clark in Chicago. We do the show weekly Thursdays, six PM Central Standard Time. Yeah, I started uh, following Clark in Detroit. That guy's an asshole. What what does he do? Oh, uh, he's just trouble. Just a troublemaker. Did you hear that? Uh Tom Petty jumped in here earlier tonight. Did you catch him? Just a minute ago and he he tried to get Tom his Petty? No. Have a good one, my man. All right. Good night. Well, good night. Back down. No, I won't back down. You can stand me up.
Hey, Randy Travis here. Be sure and listen to The Morning Show with Big Al, your pal, on your country alternative 98.5 WACF. This is a Ricky Ricardo production.